welcome to the Cyber Talk Africa podcast. And um, as we do with all our guests, we always want them to introduce themselves, give us a little bit about uh, their background, how they got into cybersecurity, the challenges they faced, and um, uh, their hopes for the future. So now, Tracy, over to you. Great. Hi, everyone. Thank you so much for having me, Afiz. Uh, so I'm Tracy Z. Mayleaf. I'm also known as the InfoSec Sherpa, and I've been in information security for about six years now. I was a librarian before I got into information security. I have a master's degree in library and information science, and I decided about six years ago that I wanted to make a dramatic career change. I just knew that my skill set as a librarian with library science was something that was needed in information security, and uh, I was right. <laughs> There's definitely a demand for that skill set in InfoSec. Uh, so I just through grit and will and determination, I learned what I needed to learn technically. That was my biggest hurdle was, uh, you know, overcoming the learning curve I had to, to pick up on technical knowledge. And I also just became better at explaining what my skills were and are, I should say, uh, in order to convince people why I should have an information security job. So I did all that. And yeah, now I am working as a security researcher at the Krebs Stamos Group, and I just really enjoy it. And it's it's just been an amazing ride. And I, I also very much enjoy reaching out to our African InfraSec family. Um, I've I do mentoring and, you know, help where I can uh, just to help signal boost uh, Africans in InfoSec and also help students and career changers like myself, uh, you know, get involved in, and learn more because uh, I feel like Africa is just a great location for the next generation of superior InfoSec talent. So I really just want to do what I can to help uh, so that, you know, maybe in five, ten years, uh, I'll get to see all these folks uh, running run, running information security in Africa. Uh, so that's that's my dream. Right. So if people want to get in touch, how do they do that? If they want to reach out to you for guidance, for mentorship, or just chat around cybersecurity, how do they reach you? Sure. The perhaps the easiest way is through Twitter. I'm InfoSec Sherpa. That's I N F O S E C S H E R P A. Uh, or you can find me on LinkedIn uh, under my name, which will be published here on the the podcast. Those are the two easiest ways: LinkedIn and Twitter. Straight to the topic for today. Um, you're going to be giving us a step-by-step -step guide on how to start a cybersecurity career. You know, for a lot of people, the interest is there. Yes, uh, they know apparently cybersecurity pays well. You know, they hear about the various exploits, the good guys versus the bad guys and all, all that. But they don't know how to get into cybersecurity or how to start a career in cybersecurity. So, if 
uh, for example, I was to come uh, approach you and say, oh, oh Tracy, uh, uh, I'm your fan. I've seen what you've done and what you're doing in cybersecurity. And um, I also feel I want to do the same. How do you put me through or what advice are you going to tell me to follow as to how to start a career in cybersecurity? Sure, absolutely. Now, my approach might be a little unorthodox compared to some other people. But again, as someone who got into this industry from a non-technical background, I have a different perspective on this. So the first thing I would ask someone is, do they understand their motivation and their desire to get into information security? Now, there's no wrong answer to this, but I think it's important for you to understand what's really driving you. Is it that you, you know, you want to make things better? Is it that you really enjoy problem solving? Or is it just because it's a lucrative field? Is it for the money? And like I said, it's, it's not necessarily a wrong answer, but, you know, personally, I, I feel like uh, there's, there's equal balance in all of those things, uh, you know, to, to be good motivators. But I want people first to understand, you know, what motivates you? Does money motivate you? Does helping people motivate you? Because that will, you know, will, will also help you understand what kind of job you want. You know, do you want to be really involved in the community or do you just want to be, you know, a nine to five, you know, I just do information security at the office kind of person. So uh, that's the first thing I would ask people to do is really reach deep down into, you know, your soul and figure out why am I doing this? What it motivates me. And I'll give an example of that if, if people are still unsure what I mean by that. So uh, I'm not... Uh, there, there's a principle in, in Judaism called tikkun olam, which means repair the world. And I'm, I'm not sure if other religions have this concept, but let me just, and I'm not proselytizing, I'm just explaining this is something that I believe in. Uh, it's called tikkun olam, which means repair the world. And to me, that's my motivating factor, is that I want to do my best to try and heal the world, repair the world when it comes to information security. So I do my best every day to try and at least do one thing that I think, you know, makes the world a little better as far as information security goes. So that's what motivates me and that's what drives me. So that's an example of finding what, what is going to be your guiding spirit for that. So, so once you, you have that figured out, the next thing you need to decide is what, which area of information security do you wish to get into because there's so many you can be as technical as you want or you can be as non-technical as you want so you know when when people often say to me you know i, I want to get into security can you help you know i have to ask them to narrow that down a little bit because it is such a broad field it's a very wide-ranging industry so i advise that people set up news alerts you know through google you can do google news alerts and i did recently write a blog post to help people with that because i i was told by some of my african mentees actually that they were unfamiliar with setting up google news alerts so i actually wrote that for them but shared it you know to the world for everyone so perhaps i can give you that link to post along with the the podcast here 
Sure. Set up set up Google News alerts with different keywords, um, you know, or just you know, cybersecurity, cyber, malware, hacking, breach. I want people to be able to understand all the different areas of cybersecurity. Um, and I'll, you know, give you an example from my real life. When I decided that I wanted to make a huge career change from being a librarian, I knew that I wanted to get into tech, but I didn't know exactly which area of tech. And at, the, at that point in time, I was unfamiliar with information security. So I set up news alerts with all kinds of, of tech keywords. And one of the keywords I used was cybersecurity. And before long, I noticed that all the articles I was clicking on to read were all cybersecurity, that nothing of the, the straight up tech interested me. It was all the cybersecurity that interested me. So following that path is when I was able to learn about this whole information security industry. So I highly recommend that people do that because that will help you understand, you know, what, what really excites you? What's, what's really interesting to you? You know, what types of articles do you just find that you're absolutely enthralled in reading from, from top to bottom? Uh, that might help sh shape it a little bit. Um, and, you know, trying to participate in conferences. There are so many conferences now that are online and, you know, it may require you staying up a little a little late because of the time differences but there's definitely ones in europe and in africa as well as in other parts of the world uh, because there's so many different parts of security right now there's an online conference going on it's called the layer 8 conference it's happening today it's all about osin open source intelligence research and social engineering which are two very interesting parts of information security that a lot of people don't even realize exist until they get further into uh, this industry of ours. So that that's the next thing that I would do. Uh, third, I would say get a survey your technical skills. You know, how technical are you? Certifications pretty much rule our world. That's how they determine, you know, your value as an employee is, is how many certificates you have and your technical skills. And I'm not saying that I agree with that. It's very complicated, but you need to have some sort of measure of proof of what your technical skills are. And that's where, where these certifications come in. So just understand what your technical skill set is. What do you need to learn? Are you, are you lacking in learning something? Uh, you know, Python is a useful tool in information security. Do you know Python? Do you even want to learn Python? You do not have to be a coder to be in information security, but if it's something you enjoy uh, and that and that you're good at, um, or even if you're not good at it, but you just enjoy uh, trying, you know, consider that. Um, you know, figure out where your strengths and weaknesses are from a technical standpoint so that you can better represent yourself when you're job hunting. Uh, but also just to know what, what do you need to learn is, you know, is something very basic. You know, what is it that you need to learn? Uh, so that's another one. Um, next, I would say you definitely need to meet and network with people. And usually when I say network, people think I mean with computers. I mean with people. You need to meet people. You need to connect with people. Uh, so, you know, something that I tell people to do all the time, and this is something I practice myself because I practice what I preach, 
is you need to have a diverse network of people. Um, and what I mean by diverse network is, you know, people older than you, people younger than you, if, you know, if applicable, uh, people in other industries, uh, people, you know, who have different different interests than you who are in different countries than you because the more broad and diverse your human network is in within the information security community uh the more you can learn and the more you can meet other people and it really helps your job hunting and your learning the more people you know because the information security community is full of just very generous and giving people who want to help people learn and grow so um i i know that some people may be more shy and this may be more difficult for them but you know at this time a lot of this is done online so you don't have to worry about trying to speak to someone in person but it's also a skill that you can learn and grow you know add this on to your technical skills is being able to interact with people it's just a skill that you can learn and grow and that's why i tell people don't don't shy away from connecting with people because you can get better at it and just like with any skills you know if someone is is an a really gifted athlete or gifted musician or gifted artist yes talking and communicating and interacting with people might come more easily to some than others but the good thing is is that you can practice and that you can skill up and you can get better at it so i want people to to understand that they they don't have to just give up it's something they can work on you know people weren't born knowing how to code you had to learn it right <laughs> you know so that that's another another important one um i'm going to pause here and ask if you have any questions for me because that that's kind of the uh the first part that i have let me know if you have any questions if you can you hear me Yes, I can. Can you hear? Oh, okay. I asked, do you have any questions for me? I was going to pause at this point. Yes. Um, what sort of uh, mentorship and the likes? Do you recommend people to also look for mentors? Or do you think they can do it by themselves? A mentor is definitely helpful. And that's where the uh, networking with people come in uh now you it is proper form to ask someone to be to be their you know, their their mentor uh you can't just assume like i said myself i am i am very busy i try to help as many people as i can um but i you know i necessarily i don't necessarily have time to take everyone on as as a mentor uh but it, it's proper form to ask someone but the way that you start with that is reaching out to someone you know ask them for a specific amount of their time say 15 minutes you know connect with someone on twitter or linkedin and say you know may i have 15 minutes of your time to ask you some questions about you know getting into the information security industry but and this next part is very important so everyone please listen carefully it is imperative that you do your research first um you know come in with very specific questions that 
specifically questions that are not things that you can easily look up and answer yourself. This is why you want to talk to someone is to get that, that knowledge that you can't find. I've had too many people contact me and ask me just the very general question of how do I get into security or how do you do security? You need to have that. That's too broad of a question. You know, I don't have that much time in my day and not just me, you know, everyone's really busy. So, you know, you need to be strategic. And also to me, if you just approach me with a very general question like that, to me, it, it says a couple things. It says one that you probably haven't done any research yourself and you're kind of taking the lazy way out of just asking someone to give you the answers and that's a big turnoff for me that's not I, I don't have time for that <laughs> so um you know and and two remember information security is all about troubleshooting and problem solving and if right. you don't show any initiative that you've done any research to try and investigate this on your own, then I'm not going to have a lot of confidence that you're even right for this industry. So it's, it's one thing to ask, you know, how do you get into information security versus asking a question of, you know, here are three certifications, you know, which one of these do you recommend? Or, you know, I, I like to talk to people, but I'm not very technical, but I still want to get in information security. You know, are you aware? Is there a career path for that? So just try, you know, try to, to have very focused, specific questions that you've at least done some research on and explain to the person you're talking to, you know, I researched this and now I'm stuck. You know, I, but let people know what you've done. You know, it's like a mathematical problem. Show your work, (laughs) show your, show your, show your work. And and then I'm, I'm happy to help you. But I just, I just beg of everyone and not, and not just for me, it's just for, for anyone, you know, you need, you need to put the work in, don't come to someone and just say, okay, tell me everything you know about information security. It's just rude to be honest. It's really, it's really just rude. So um, I I definitely believe that you do need mentoring. It's hard to go about this yourself, but also keep in mind that you don't necessarily have to have a formal mentor mentee relationship with someone. You can also just make friends in information security. Like I said, I I have a, a wide range of people that I interact with. I have official, I'm using air quotes here, official mentees that I have. But then I also have some people that I just kind of touch base with periodically. You know, how are you doing? Or I found this article that reminded me of you. I'm sending it to you. Um, you know, so it's also just about making connections and, and making making friends. And I use the word friends cautiously because I know sometimes that scares people away of, well, I'm not looking to make any new friends. <laughs> you know, sure. remember, think, think professional acquaintances, if that's a better you know, term for you. I'm not saying that you have to become, you know, lifelong buddies with all these people, but it's very important to have a professional circle of contacts that you are friendly with uh, in order to, you know, also see what they're posting. You know, a lot of people like myself, we blog, we post articles, we share information. 
it's a good idea just to follow people, follow them on Twitter. You can follow them on LinkedIn and you don't even have to interact with them if, if you don't want to, but that's a good way. That's a good springboard to talk to them of if somebody, if an information security professional writes a blog post on LinkedIn, you could follow up with them on LinkedIn and say, oh, I read your blog post. I really liked it a lot, but I have a question about one thing you wrote. That is such an easy and genuine way to make a connection with someone because you're learning, you showed that you've, you know, you've read, uh, you know, and, you know, and you're crafting a question from something that they wrote. Now, I'm not going to say that every single person in InfoSec is going to be as warm as welcoming as I am, uh, but uh, but uh, for the most part, people are approachable. But again, the more prepared you are, uh, and the more succinct you are, like I said, with someone's time, you know, be very specific. 15 minutes of your time. I have this specific question. People appreciate it and respond to that. But if you leave things open-ended or you just send someone a message that just says hi, I get those all the time. Someone just says hi. I, I don't know what this is. <laughs> you know, it's I, I don't know what this is. I don't have time to write back, you know, hi, how are you? Like I, you know, be 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 forward, which actually I've met, you know, enough Africans to know that actually is a very positive trait in your communications right that you are for a lot a lot of you you are very forward correct me if i'm wrong you're you're very to the point right right you're right yeah so um now keep in mind that you know some americans may be put off by that i'm used to it <laughs> for, for, you know dealing with and also i'm from philadelphia which we have a very similar way of of dealing with things as africans so we have that in common uh so just keep that in mind keep in mind who your audience is is you know there is straightforward but you know also remember who you're talking to um i'll give you an example of this yesterday there was there was someone that I spoke with on a panel for the Cybersecure Nigeria conference. And I just thought that this, my fellow panelist, this woman was amazing. And I sent her a note on LinkedIn and I said, you were awesome. And she wrote back, I know. And that made me laugh <laughs> because <laughs> only because I thought to myself, wow, to have the confidence of a Nigerian woman, like that's what I aspire to. <laughs> Uh, like I feel like I could never respond to that with an I know, but now this gives me something to strive towards. And like I said, right. I didn't take offense to it. it. Like I said, it really made me laugh and I can't stop thinking about it. I was like, that is some self-confidence. I'm like, wow. I was like, that is just, you know, so she just really inspired me. Uh, and it's little things like that. You learn from people, you learn from other cultures, you learn from people in your industry. So, so yeah, so there's, there's definitely, you know, there's mentoring, but there's also things that are, are less formal with just connecting with people where you can still learn and grow. Right. So I have two more questions for you here. Sure. The first one is for somebody without a technical background, you know, they never worked in IT. They don't even know how to uh, put on their uh, laptops properly. <laughs> Which aspects of cybersecurity would you recommend them to start from or for them to go into? Then the second question is, for somebody who is tech savvy, who probably has a, an IT background and or 
uh, a software development background, which aspect of cybersecurity would you recommend for somebody like that? Sure. Wow. Really tough questions here, Afiz. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. So this is kind of a complicated answer. I'm going to do my best to to uh, dissect this. So like you know, myself, I did not have any technical background. So the one path you can choose is what I did is to catch up and study and learn the technolo- technical aspects and, and, and do that. Now, that's not the easy path, but it's the path that I chose. Um, I don't claim to be extremely technical, um, but other people I've talked to consider me to be technical. So you know, who knows? My, you know, my technical is different from your technical. So the one path you can choose is to just dive into the technical side and learn what you can and practice and and do that. The other side is, you know, using whatever skills you have also from past jobs and your interest. There's security awareness, there's compliance, which is more along the lines of, you know, of legal things. Um, And there's also, there's insurance. Um, there, there's different ways that you can be also on, on the perimeter of an information security team. You could, you know, you could be a project manager, you know, where you're managing the projects. You don't necessarily need to understand everything that's going on, but there's project management. And then there's also even just marketing and training. And there's all kinds of what people call soft skills. I don't like that term, but that's just using a term that people know, there's a lot of ways to be in the information security industry and not doing technical jobs. And I know some people might, you know, uh, roll their eyes at me when I say things like marketing, but you know, these companies exist and there's a lot of, you know, administrative support roles within an information security company that are needed. So you, you know, and, but what you can do is that can be your gateway into a more technical job is if you get in with a company doing something non-technical and then learning while you're there. So those are some options there. Um, you know, and there's also writing about, about it and, and things. So there's a wide, there's two options. You can either get more technical or just embrace the skills that you have. If it's communication or, you know, art design or writing or things like that. Um, if you are already technical, um, Again, it depends on what you want to do with it. There's uh, penetration testing. It always comes up a lot when I speak to African folks about what they want to do. I think that has become very glamorous. <laughs> and uh, that is a very, you know, and it is. It's pretty cool and everything. But, you know, we need some balance here. We need we need blue teamers as much as we need red teamers. That's what those, those jobs are called. So if you are already technical, Yes, you can stay in the very technical world and do penetration testing, do uh, network architecture, you know, do those very technical roles and just keep doing that software development, um, you know, being a champion. You can still, even if you're you're already uh, an engineer in at a software company, for example, you can still be a security cheerleader, a se- security advocate 
within your job. I mean, honestly, everyone can do that. Even if you're, you know, if you're a secretary or receptionist, you can still be a champion for security in your role. So don't think that you have to be in information security jobs to to emphasize security at your company. So everyone can uh, can do that. The other role I was going to mention for technical folks is something that a lot don't think of. But if you are blessed with technical skills and the ability to to speak well and write well, our industry is in desperate need of folks who can demonstrate these really complicated technical principles to less technical people, be able to explain things, be able to pull things apart. Uh, so, you know, sometimes technical people just want to stay in the technical world. But remember, there's a lot of opportunities for you to be an advocate for security because you can explain these technical concepts in an easier way for people to understand. And there's a lot of that needed. There are intermediaries needed to help the non-technical and technical sides of a company understand each other. So, you know, why not pursue that? Why not be a catalyst for change within an organization to help both sides understand each other? So there's, you know, there's a wide variety of, of paths you can choose, whether you're technical or not. And uh, I don't, I don't want to forget to mention this. So real quick, I, I, this goes for anyone, whether you're technical or not. Go online and start looking at job postings. Now, you know, dream big, think big, and save these job postings. And I'm going to explain why in a second. And it doesn't, don't limit yourself. Look anywhere in the world. Look for, for jobs that are, you know, maybe a chief information security officer. I want you to round up at least 10 jobs. Save them somewhere on your browser or however you're going to save it. And what I want you to do is I want you to take a look at all those jobs that interest you. Because that's what you're looking for. You're looking for jobs that you think to yourself, I could see myself doing that one day, or this job looks really interesting to me. And it doesn't matter if it's an entry level job or a more experienced job, anything that you think to yourself, I would enjoy doing that. And then, you know, once you have about 10 jobs lined up, look at all the different requirements. What are they asking for? And if you see that maybe eight out of the 10 jobs that you like require knowledge of Python, for example, then guess what? Your next job is to go learn Python, <laughs> not job, but your next task is to learn Python. And the point of this exercise is just to, to understand, like in order to understand how you can be marketable when you're looking for a job to get into InfoSec, Look at what the jobs are requiring that interest you. See what I mean? Like, you know, look at all the jobs that interest you and figure out what skills they're looking for. And then you use that as your learning plan to move ahead. So I highly recommend people do that. Right. I think um, uh, we've exhausted our 30 minutes mark. <laughs> well, yeah. may maybe another time would gladly have you back to speak on uh, extensively on uh, another topic or even still on how to start a career in cybersecurity. We've really enjoyed having you. Um, we appreciate all the knowledge you shared with us and um, the insights. And I'm sure this is going to help at least 
one person start a career in cybersecurity. So, uh, on behalf of myself and um, Cyber Talk Africa podcast, I say a big thank you to you for coming on the show and also for sharing the wonderful insight uh, with us. So, any forward uh, from you? No, just thank you so much for having me and. Uh, I'm a big advocate for helping our African information security family and the ones we don't know about yet uh, to, to succeed. So I look forward to speaking to you again.